0: hello and welcome back to another episode of uncovered produced by TPC 22. i'm your host bruce of the today we're speaking with adam hurt who's taking on a canada long trek on his bicycle he has so far biked all the way from newfoundland all the way here to alfred so adam how are you feeling today
1: i feel great bruce it's a gorgeous day outside and uh Considering the the weather we've had uh, lately, it's been a perfect day for a bike ride. Perfect.
0: And although I explained a little bit already to the audience, can you tell us again why you're biking all across Canada?
1: Yeah, so uh, we're doing this for a a foundation that our family has set up um, for the uh, inherited cardiac disease, arrhythmogenic right ventricular cardiomyopathy. Uh, Unfortunately, it has impacted... uh, our family immensely over the last 20 years. And so we're doing this bike ride to, to launch our work, to raise awareness for this disease, uh, and also to uh, help financially
0: support the research team uh, in Toronto trying to figure it out. Perfect. And before we go any further, can you go into a little more detail about the disease and why it's so lethal? Sure. Um,
1: ARVC takes the lives of young people, uh, youth and uh, young adults without warning. It, uh, it, uh a genetic um, uh, a malfunction in the gene or a, a problem with some of the genes uh, causes proteins to turn into fatty tissue, which stops uh, electroconductivity. So electricity basically stops moving through the heart muscle and uh, young people die of sudden cardiac arrest. So unfortunately, this happened to my wife in 2001. We lost Jackie uh, and my son, Greg, has had five of them.
0: Adam, I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: Thanks, Bruce.
0: Yeah. And just kind of moving forward, Adam, just uh, I'll give you a second there. That's, no, it's that's all good. <laughs> and so, as you mentioned, you've sadly lost your wife and your son, Greg, is also a victim of this disease. Why now have you decided to start this bike ride? What inspired you? Um...
1: We, in total we have eight members of our family uh, that are inflicted by this disease and uh, when Greg had his most recent uh, cardiac arrest uh, almost exactly a year ago um, I decided uh, enough was enough um, and I, uh, I kind of retired early, at least temporarily uh, and I sat down with uh, other members of my family who were impacted by the disease and we said we're going to do something to make a difference uh, and I, I want to launch it by riding across the country.
0: And you know there's so many other other ways to spread awareness for anything that you're an advocate for uh why specifically bike riding
1: um there are two things that i'm relatively good at and i enjoy doing one is riding a bike and the other one is talking to people and uh you know a big part of this journey has turned into it was the plan but it's turned into in such a great way uh just Talking to, to Canadians across the country, and it started in Newfoundland where ARVC is absolutely um, it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge issue there. Are so many people in Newfoundland have it. And just to be able to stop on the side of the road at the pace that, you're, that you are when you're traveling by bicycle and chat with people and, and share your stories and, and spread the word uh, about you know what's happening to, to young people when they're dying of sudden cardiac arrest, Um, but also what we can do to make a difference. Just face-to-face has just been an incredible journey and you can't do that driving across in a car.
0: Sounds perfect. And just kind of going forward with that, Adam, uh, ARVC is relatively unknown in uh, the medical world. Why do you think that is?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, there are, my understanding, not, not being a physician, my understanding is that there are kind of two categories of heart disease. There's the, the plumbing problems, that restricted blood flow, blockages, etc., and there's electrical problems. Uh, of the electrical problems, uh, ARVC is just one of them, but as I, as I said before, it's, it attacks, it affects young people without warning, and, and Bruce, you said it perfectly. It is relatively unknown to the general public, but it's not rare. Um, when you hear of you know of a hockey player dropping on the ice uh you, as, as a young person or you know more recently uh in the Euro Cup, the a Danish player went down that very, very, may, may very well have been ARBC and you know we've experienced it twice in our family, and uh, I've been talking to a lot of people already across eastern Canada where this has impacted them so it's, it's you're right it's uh, it's unknown and, and we're working to change that because we don't believe it's
0: rare and Although it's relatively unknown, what are some of the things that we already do know about the disease that might be able to uh, help people overcome it?
1: Yeah, so we do know it's inherited. Um, so as soon as a, as soon as a family, um, you know, has learned that this is a possibility, uh, genetic testing is is one of the first steps um, for everybody in the family. Uh, we also were on the, the cusp and there, there's research teams in Newfoundland and there's research teams in Toronto um, working on the possibility that it could be diagnosed through a simple blood test and so these are, you know, these are some of the things that we're, we're doing. We, we, we know a lot more than we knew 20 years ago when my wife died, we didn't even know why she died, but we still have a lot more learning to do and that's why we're, that's why we're working on uh, funding the research to, to know more and know it more quickly.
0: Exactly, it sounds like we're making good progress so far. And so just going back to the biking aspect, uh, the first trek of this fundraiser is around 3,250 kilometers, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a hair more than that. I think in a couple of days I'll pass the 3,000 kilometer mark and I'm ending up in, uh, in Waterloo, Ontario. So yeah, we'll be somewhere around that range, maybe a few, uh, few more kilometers than that uh, by uh, Thanksgiving when I arrive in St. Jacobs. Um, but and you know my intention, original intention was to go coast to coast, but we got coveted as uh, as some people have said. So uh, I've broken it up into two sections. So next May I'll uh, we'll drive out west and start from the Pacific Ocean and finish the country.
0: Right. And whether you're biking uh, once uh, two sections separately or one section all together, biking is a huge biking across Canada is a huge feat. So how did you prepare yourself physically, mentally, and logistically?
1: <laughs> yeah, great question. Uh, yeah, all of those things and more went into preparation and, and you know it's, it's it's, it 's funny it is it 's a it's pretty cool feat i 'm very proud that i 'm doing it, but it's actually it 's not as rare as you might think. People uh, kind of setting off on bicycle and sometimes they do it with absolutely no preparation um, i 've been fortunate and i 've worked hard over the last six months to uh, learn about my own body, learn about nutrition, learn about hydration, um, practice putting long hours in the saddle to get through the kind of the mental. Uh, challenges of it, um, practice against a variety of road conditions and weather conditions to try to, to face those challenges. So it's, it's preparation of a variety of ways. And I've been I've, I've put on over 5,000 kilometers just in training um, in a variety of conditions just to get myself where I am right now.
0: Perfect. And you did mention that you're almost done the first trek, the first half. Uh, you started on August 27th in Newfoundland. What's been some of the highs and some of the lows so far? Uh,
1: highs have definitely been the people without without question uh obviously you know beautiful beautiful scenery and i 've followed a lot, followed a lot of lovely river valleys but uh people have definitely been uh been the kind of um, a driving force behind uh behind keeping me going every day uh in terms of the lows you know it's it gets boring sometimes on the bike uh you know it 's there weren't a lot of days on Newfoundland where I didn't have a thirty-kilometer-hour an headwind and 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 climbed seven hundred, eight hundred meters in a day, so um, it was physically demanding. I wouldn't necessarily say there were lows, but uh, they don't happen very often. But uh, yeah, they they creep in in a variety of different ways. Just whether it's mental fatigue, physical fatigue, emotional fatigue. Uh, thankfully, I I still feel like getting up every morning and pedaling some more. So it's
0: good. And so talking about just fatigue and physical fatigue what's your thought process like because you're biking uh 100 kilometers a day what do you tell yourself to keep going
1: yeah it's you know when you're when you're in the in the saddle for six or more hours uh, most days it's uh it has to be a variety of things um thoughts certainly about my family about my family that is impacted by this about my late wife jackie my sons greg and ben um but also about you know, things happening, uh, things happening in front of us. There's some great events and some great outreach happening in front of us. Um, tomorrow morning, we're, you know, there's going to be an event in Britannia Park in Ottawa um, where there's going to be a whole bunch of people from the Ottawa community uh, surrounding me and cheering me on and asking questions and, uh, and just wanting to hear more about what we're doing, why we're doing it. So that, uh, that's a huge motivator in terms of uh, keeping me going when I'm in the saddle for, for many hours a day.
0: Perfect. And I actually did want to pull something from that. I read on your blog. Yeah. Uh, You said you actually named all three of your bicycles that you use. Yeah. And uh, could you tell them a little about the names and just the bikes that you've been using and their uh, significance to the journey?
1: Absolutely. I, uh, I've i been very, very blessed to have uh, been living in Africa for the last two years and so I've picked up a little bit of Swahili um, and so uh, my bike that you see behind me, uh, her name is Rafiki. Rafiki means friend. You, most people would know the name from uh, the Lion King. Um, many of the Lion King uh, names are Swahili names. Uh, Rafiki means friend. So this is the bike that I spend most of my days on. Um, I have uh, a second bike that I have with me that I will ride in kind of rougher conditions. Um, a little bit more sturdy of a bike, this this Rafiki is a road bike, but uh, Kaka is my uh, second bike and Kaka is Swahili for brother. Um, and it's important to me because that's also Greg's bike, so it's really meaningful. Uh, and my third bike, which is at home, which uh, my friends laugh at me for, is uh, called Babu. But Babu means grandpa, so it's my makes my comfortable old man bike that I ride around town uh, when no one's watching. Perfect.
0: And it's just so nice to know that you're so prepared for this journey, having all these bikes just in case, right?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this without uh, all the support I have, including my friend Ian, who's, uh, who's driving the truck and pulling the trailer behind us. And uh, without him, I wouldn't, ha- wouldn't have the, uh, the good fortune of bring a second bike. So uh, super, uh, super big thanks to him for uh, allowing it all to happen. Otherwise, I'd be on my own.
0: Sounds good. Uh, Adam, just going forward. So why is it so important for people to not even just be educated, just be aware of this disease? Um,
1: Most of us know somebody that has had a sudden cardiac arrest. Many of us know somebody who's had a sudden cardiac arrest that's young. But very few of us know why that happens and we didn't know why. It took 17 years for us to learn why Jackie died at the age of 31. It took until Greg's first cardiac arrest 17 years later. People need to know that there are answers out there and we want to share the idea that as long as you're asking the right people and as long as the the research teams continue to do their great work, uh, we will find answers. And, And not every sudden cardiac arrest is caused by ARBC, but it's caused by something similar. And the more we know and the more we can start talking about it and the more people can talk to their doctors about it and find out more about it. The more it'll be on our minds, and maybe the more we can do something to save some young
0: people's lives. And just playing off of a, off of that, Adam, uh, you I've read your blog, and I've seen you be very active on it. So, what what part does social media have, or what does part does social media play in spreading awareness? Uh, it's a huge part, Bruce. It's an absolutely huge part that
1: I have no understanding of. Uh, And that's why I have uh, a team of of younger people than myself um, to take care of all that for me. Uh, So I I do enter all of my own stuff uh, on a a cycling, on a fitness app called Strava. uh, And then I have a a team of uh, fantastic people um, that are taking care of uh, turning that into social media outreach and media outreach uh, for me. And and it's, I, I can't imagine where we'd be, well, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are without that great team uh, behind me doing all that fantastic work.
0: Perfect. And just winding down now, Adam, uh, life can be taken in an instant, as lots of people know. So what's the one thing you want to take, what's the one thing you want people to take away from this story? Because I feel that a lot of people take their own life for granted. And yeah,
1: I'm going to, um, paraphrase, uh, my brother-in-law, Mike, who, who also has ARVC. And that is that we can't always predict or be in control of what happens to us. Lots of bad things, whether it's medical or otherwise happen to a lot of people. And none of us are immune to negative things happening, but we can choose what to do next. This is what we're choosing to do.
0: Perfect. And the final question, Adam, is once this entire trek across Canada is done, what's the next step? Uh,
1: I'm a, I'm an idea guy, uh, I'm a brainstorming guy, so one of the many things that I do on a bicycle is to think about what the next step is. Um, I don't have an answer for that at the moment, but it's going uh, to involve outreach. It's going to involve outreach for sudden cardiac arrest in ARBC, and it's going to involve a bicycle.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Adam. Thanks so much, Bruce. And for TPC 22, I'm Bruce LaCruz.